This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which is recorded live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Radio Show is being brought to you by The Barbecue Guru, the original creators of automatic temperature control devices, now offering four different models for you to choose from. Rest easy knowing that The Barbecue Guru is controlling your temperature so you can get on with your life. Visit BBQGuru.com or call 800-288-GURU for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at TastyLicksBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Located in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers is a family-owned and operated business looking to service the great folks of the barbecue and grilling world. Get free shipping and big discounts by mentioning my name and the term Barbecue Brother. Check out their inventory by visiting stephendefranco.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, with 30 years of experience in retail, wholesale, meat markets, food service, and customer service. Using that experience, everything they do and sell at Butcher's Barbecue comes from real-world knowledge. Check out their award-winning spices, sauces, marinades, and injections by visiting ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. And by Draper's Barbecue, a third-generation barbecue company located in western Kentucky between Memphis and Kansas City. Their line of products represents both cities as well as the flavor profiles of Shane's home. Pick up their smoking sauce and AP rub today by visiting drapersbbq.com. And by Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets, making pellets since 1994, two-thirds oak, one-third flavor wood, giving you that sweet, succulent smoke that you're looking for on your meat, both for grills and bullet-style smokers, and of course, in larger quantities for your pellet-fed smokers. Find them at bbqrsdelight.com. This is Maddie Rempe from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting the website, thebbqcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Hey gang, welcome to another edition of the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Yes, the show that talks about all things that are important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the rock and roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. My microphone is having a terrible time. Give me a second here. We'll get it straightened out here. There we go. Man, the hands are just... Look at that thing go down. Oh, my. Not good. 
get that big stuff out of here. It's my hands are slippery, and I'm not able to uh, get the the tightness that I need. Is that right? Is that possible? Is that is that the right thing to say? Give me a second. You can see this on the video, of course, because I am fully uh, fully disclosed on the video side. Uh, nevertheless, we are back here for your uh, fun and exciting Tuesday trip around the world of barbecue and grilling. Happy to have you. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show. Dot com if you want to jump in on the show tonight, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Those are the two ways to get in touch with the show. In case you didn't know what's happening, you missed the newsletter, let me tell you, coming up in about 11 minutes from now, Rod Gray from Pellet Envy will be joining me. He'll actually be in for about two segments. We're going to be covering a number of different topics to include KCBS. We'll recap his year last year in 2011. We will also talk about the upcoming 2012 season that he has going on. A number of other items, potentially to include items that you have seen on the internet for Barbecue Pitmasters, Season 3 audition tapes, barbecue cooking classes in general. Rod, of course, does his own. He's got some comments about some of the other ones that are existing out there. Just a whole bunch of stuff to talk with Rod about, so we'll look forward to that in about 10 minutes from now. Jay Prince, first-timer to the show, will be bringing in the second hour right around 14 past, and he is from BBQSauceReviews.com. BBQSauceReviews.com is the website if you want to check Jay out prior to him coming on next hour. We're going to be looking at a few different cookers. Uh, the Orion cooker actually is the only cooker we're looking at. The Roman pork puller and uh, an item called grill poppers. And we'll also learn about what he has going on over at Barbecue Sauce Reviews. Uh, so there you go. That's what's a fully loaded out show. And certainly excited to get it on with the Central Lights, baby. But first, before we do that, we bring in a first timer to the show. She is near and dear to my heart because, quite frankly, she's my kid. And she just celebrated her ninth birthday yesterday. We welcome to the show Maddie Rempe. Maddie, how are you? Good. All right, Maddie. So here you are in the show. We have big names, top names in the industry coming up next uh, segment. But figured we'd spend a little time with you. Uh, some big things have happened. You've turned nine years old. It was. It's also Valentine's Day today. Uh, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and what you do. Well, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, of course, I like to listen to your show. Who doesn't like to listen to my show? Great answer. Yeah. What, uh, you go to school? Yeah, um, to Modern Day Academy. All right, and then uh, what grade are you in? I'm in third grade. Third grade. All right, so you celebrated your ninth birthday just yesterday. And yes. here's what I always wonder. You go to bed, you're eight, you wake up the next morning, you're nine years old. Do you feel like you've gone through any type of metamorphosis? Do you feel any different than you did that uh, day before on Sunday when you were still eight? No, not really. No? So what, is the, what do you think the deal is with this getting older? I it's don't like one know. day you're eight, the next day you're nine. It's like I'm still the same person. It's crazy. It is crazy. I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. That's what I think. All right, so obviously you have no ability to not eat barbecue since this is a barbecue household. What do you like best about barbecue? What are some of your favorite barbecue foods? Let's see. 
Well, I don't really know if ribs are barbecue, I'm guessing. Yeah, ri- of course ribs are barbecue. Okay. We call them barbecue ribs, right? Yeah. How do we cook them? On the grill. Right, at low and slow on the cooker, right? Yeah. Outrageous. All right, what, are, what do you think some of the other your favorite barbecue foods are? Hmm, let's see. Pork butt chicken? Pork butt chicken. That's an inside joke here, ladies and gentlemen. Pork butt chicken. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of important processes when barbecue is happening. What do you, uh, what do you think some of the most important process? What? What do you think some of the most important processes are in barbecue? What do you th- like, what do we do when we get the ribs ready? Well, you put like this rub on them and then you put them on the grill, let them cook, and then you eat them. That's pretty much, that's all it is, right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, and what are some of the favorite TV shows that you like to watch these days? What are the, what are the kids like? Um, Shake It Up Chicago. And one of my favorite shows. Good Luck Charlie, um, SpongeBob, Zoe 101. What is it called? The Amanda Show. Yeah, we love The Amanda Show over here, but that's like an old show. I know. That show was almost around when I was a kid. Well, now, we'll let me ask you this question. Drum roll, please. Why do you think it is that I like you the best out of all of the sisters that are in the house? What do you think about that? Well, I'm special. Of course. Uh, give <laughs> us some items why you're special. Well, I'm. Well, on the note you wrote for me, yes, it said you love the ability for me to write funny stories. Right. You like make your mom laugh a lot. A lot. Yes, a lot. And how I like to play with my sisters and hang out with you guys and stuff. Okay, and then um, could you see yourself, because you're such a uh, fan of the show. Yes. You're a centralite, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you ever see yourself potentially stepping into my place if I decided to not, if I decided to retire from the show? Yes. Would you Would you take my spot and continue the Barbie Central Radio Show? Yes. Yeah. Who? Okay, here we go. Pay attention, you people. Who would you have on as your first guest? Me. You? Yeah, well, you're the host. You're going to have to be on. You. Ray Lampy. Dr. Barbecue. How do you even know Ray Lampy? That's outrageous, Ray. You already got fans that are nine years old. They know who the old guard of barbecue is. He's probably one of the best barbecue interviews out there, don't you think? Mm-hmm. You're always excited when Ray is uh, joining the show. Uh, a couple more questions here, Manny. I'll let you go. I know you're very busy. Uh, why? What do you want to be when you grow up? These are questions that we are always asking kids as old folks. Uh, what do you What do you like to be when you grow up? What would you think right now? Well, I want to do the Barbecue Central radio show, of I know, course. But we can't make a living at that. We all know that all too well. Well, it's fun and exciting. There's no living here. Uh, now, what do you think about... So what would you like to be for real? For real? Yes, as a real career. Oh, Wow. Let's see. Fashion designer. Fashion designer, all right. Just like your Aunt Katie. Yeah. All right, one last question. Does it, uh, it, does it kind of suck having your birthday so close to Valentine's Day, or is it, is it good? It's good. What do you like about it? Well, well, the day before Valentine's Day is my birthday. Right. I get all the presents, and then like, on Valentine's Day, so I get more presents because all the Valentines I get. Right. With all the candy, so it's sort of like first day is my birthday, and then second day, almost like the same day as my birthday. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you like it because you get more stuff. Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't like more stuff? All right. Well, this has been a very interesting. I think we've learned more about each other in the last six minutes than we've learned in the last eight years. What do you think? Hmm. You didn't come prepared to answer any questions, did you? I'm sorry. What the hell is going on? We even practiced yesterday. Well, I'm sorry I couldn't say anything yesterday. Right. Well, you couldn't say anything yesterday. That's right. All right. So what do you uh, – you have any parting shots for the Centralites as you leave? You're coming across to great acclaim. Well, no, not really. You have nothing to say? You shouldn't say what, swear at me. Oh, all right. I shouldn't swear at you. Fine. All right. All right. Well, Maddie, I appreciate you coming on tonight. You're and uh, we'll have you on again next year on your birthday. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. That is Maddie. Nine years old today. Yesterday. Sorry, Valentine's Day today. Nine years old yesterday. So, uh, very good. Thank you to Maddie for joining me. And we got Rod Gray coming up here in about uh, three minutes from now. Folks, let me talk to you briefly about Butcher Barbecue. Now, of course, you know that uh, butcher barbecue well known for the premium beef injections you know that they have the pork injections as well dave one of the ultimate competitors out there on the barbecue circuit right now if uh, you're living under a rock you realize that he didn't know or maybe you didn't know that he was third overall in kansas city barbecue society team of the year he's got an outrageously successful line of products that you can find at butcherbbq.com But more importantly than that, big news from Dave himself coming in about 10 hours ago. Here's the info that I want to tell you about. It's called Prime Injection. It's the newest, most exciting product since the introduction of Prime Dust. Now, Prime Injection has combined all the things loved from that beef injection using its award-winning flavor enhancer and its ability to keep your brisket juicy, combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor. He's been asked by many people to make a product with the beef injection and the prime duff, uh, the prime dust already pre-mixed. So guess what? Another reason to trust your butcher? He did it. Here's Dave. He's the type of guy that is going to say, look, you want me to step up my game when it comes to barbecue stuff? I'm more than happy to do that. You want to give him input on some of the products that he has right now? You like to see something that you think might uh, give a better products portfolio offering to the general consuming and barbecue public? That's fine. Dave is willing and open to take any and all input from his customer base. So here's what you want to do. You want to go to ButcherBBQ.com. You want to get your hands on that brisket injection. You want to get your hands on the new stuff that he's talking, the prime injection. And, of course, you want to hook up with his award-winning rubs. The sweet pork rub, is as his honey barbecue rub, is absolutely fantastic. The prime or premium barbecue rub. And I hate to say it, I just finished off that steak and brisket seasoning. Wait a second. We just finished off a bottle of that steak and brisket rub. And, of course, the sauce is second to none. So do yourself a favor. Head on over. ButcherBBQ.com. That's right, ButcherBBQ.com. And then hook up with everything you want. Don't forget all those special shipping rates that Dave has been able to hook up as well. ButcherBBQ.com. We're going to come right back with Rod Gray. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back to the show. 15 past the hour. Barbecue Central Radio Show, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com is the place to go to find out the show. Uh, just made a horrific error. Got a chase. Options. Oh, boy. Wanted to make sure I had my screen all panned out. And I quickly realized I uh, pulled the wrong screen out. So here we go. Apologize. Apologize in advance to Rod Gray. This is my fault. And uh, here we go. All right. Again, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show. Dot com are the two ways to get in touch with the show. Thanks to Maddie for joining me last segment. All right, here we go. Uh, joining me now, someone who has uh, proven to be a crowd favorite. People enjoy the fact that he doesn't pull any punches, freely speaks his mind, also happens to be one of the top pit masters in all of competition barbecue, finishing 19th overall in 2011, was second overall in 2010, and won the whole damn thing in 2009. We race over to the hotline and bring up a friend of the there? show, Rod Gray from Pellet Envy. Rod, how are you? Greg, are you there? I'm here. Are you here? Rod. Rod? I can hear the uh, mouse clicks going feverishly in the background. Rod, what do you have to say? Nothing. All right. Thanks for joining. Rod, you there, buddy? Uh-oh. No sound, no audio. Okay, let's quickly remedy this situation. Give him the hotline. Yo, man. Yo. I don't have you. You don't have me? You button? Hmm. No. no. Hello? Hello? Disney World, are you there? Disney. Jerry, I got a problem. Here we go. Call... I don't know what's going on here. All right. You got me? 216. Will you look at the back of this and see if I'm plugged into the right hole? What is he talking about? Plugged into your headphones. Will you switch the sides on it? Pull that one out and put the other one in? But because that other one doesn't work. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Rod, you there? I am here. All right. Now all we need is your video. You got no video. That's your someone you're in, man. Is it? Well, there's there's some little there's supposed some little symbol you hit to send me at to, to video call me. I I looked it up, man. I did my reading. Hmm. So uh, did I did I not do it right? Hell, I don't know. All right, hold on. I'm gonna hang up on you. I'm gonna video call you right back. All right. Don't change I'm anything. Used, don't change. I'm used anything. to being hung up on. All right, that's all right. I just hung up on Rod Gray. One of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. All right, we got time. Okay, so I've got a green light on my on my. Mo- there you are. You got me. What happened to your head? It's a do rag. Uh, uh, 
by your definition. Yes, well, you know, it was a gift. What can I say? All right, I have no video on you, but that's all right. It's a radio show. Here we I'm go. I'm looking at you. What's that? I'm looking right at you. Yeah, well, you can see me, but I can't see you. So uh, that's neither here nor there. we got a lot to get to. We have uh, no time. Anyway, and a huge crowd for you tonight, Rod, of course, is always one of the premier guests here on the show. Uh, if we could, Rod, let's briefly look back at 2011. Uh, can you give me a few summatory thoughts on last year? Uh, we'll get into the individual categories here in a second, but what was good? What was bad with last year? Uh, last year sucked. There you go. Get out. What do you I mean, is, is, are there a few key points of suckiness that you would like to point to specifically, or was it a overall suck fest? Oh, you know, last year I just my heart wasn't completely in it. Um, had some family medical issues that took me away from it. Some uh, had my own illness there that started at Vegas and carried on and cost me four weeks of competition. Then we got near the end of the year, and and honestly. You know, you start looking at it and you start figuring up the cost of traveling all over the country when there's nothing close by. And, and you just kind of say, hey, I can't catch these guys anyway. But as I uh, set out the last four weeks of the season, you watch everybody slip by me. That pretty much sums up 2011. So having a successful 2010, and of course, uh, you couldn't be any more successful than you were in 2009. Was it kind of a crow-eating experience for you, or humbling at all? Or was it just things out of your control that you really couldn't help? You know, no, I'm not. I'm never going to say it's things out of my control. I could never I, that I couldn't help. What I'm what I'm going to tell you is that everybody has one of those years in them, and it's how they perform after that that, that makes a difference. Because honestly, uh, we're all, you're you're going to have a bad year. Uh, it's it's a matter of when, not if. And I'm hoping that was mine. I'm hoping that's it. All right, so let's look at some of the category finishes that you had. Um, a couple of them were really good. A couple of them were a little farther down on the totem pole there. Uh, we start with chicken because that's where they call first in competitions. A 48th overall in chicken, obviously, in the years past, wasn't nearly that bad. Uh, was there items that stuck out that you can point to for the, the out-of-top-10 type finish? Uh, were you struggling with chicken last year? Yeah, it didn't score. That's that's the problem with it, Greg. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, I Maybe I was overcooking it. I'm not really sure. We're going to find out. Um, but I, I, I don't know because I was 41st in Lakeland uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago in chicken. So it, that may be carrying through a little bit. And then uh, for ribs, you were ninth overall. So, I mean, I think anything, obviously, well, considering the amount of teams in KCBS, but for premier teams, top 10, uh, because you're going up against the best of the best more weekends than you're not, uh, are you satisfied with a, a top 10 or a ninth overall in ribs, or would you like to see it higher? No, I'm a, I'm a better rib cook than that. Um, it was just one of those years. You know, the ball has to bounce your way a few times during the year, and I don't think I had that quite as often as I as I wanted, but no, I think I'm a better rib cook than ninth uh, for for team of the year. Honestly, honestly, I think I am. And then pork was 36 overall. Uh, obviously, that one kind of uh, faring a little bit more chicken. Were you not scoring at all with pork? Were there processes that you weren't following? What was going on there? You know, um, here's my answer for that. People walk up to me all the time and say, "Man, I want to take your class because I used to be a fabulous insert category here cook." And all of a sudden, I can't score at all. And I tell them, you know what? Go grab a couple beers, take a break, and think about your process. Something has changed for you. You don't even realize it, but you're cooking something differently. Um, and I think I might have been a little bit there last year. Uh, if you've noticed my last two pork finishes, they've both been – there were 93 teams in Cummings. I think I was sixth, and there were 76 teams in, 
Lakeland and I was fifth. So I think I, I think I found my pork problem. Rod Gray joining us from Pellet Envy. The website, of course, by the way, PelletEnvy.com. Uh, we finish out your 2011 categories with brisket. Third overall, absolutely spectacular. Uh, probably the best category finish that you had in 2011th overall. Was it that good of a year for brisket for you? You know, it wasn't. Honestly, I'm not happy with that finish. I should have I won the brisket category, truthfully. Um, you know, Mike Richter hung in there from the start of the year and just kind of carried it through to stay ahead of me. And uh, but Tuffy Stone comes out of nowhere, finally cooking consecutive weekends into September and October and November, and and goes by all of us and ends up as the brisket champion. Which congratulations to him for the way he did it. I mean, that was like a that was like you know coming from the back of the pack and, and winning the thing. But no, no, I want to win the brisket category. I'm a I'm a good brisket cook. Now I believe we had discussion at some point last year, and I believe we talked twice. I had mentioned or I had asked you briefly if, because we had had a brisket roundtable previously and you were uh, not championing the Wagyu beef or, you know, these uh, these new uh, high-end brisket types. But I believe the last time we talked, you said you were at least giving that a shot. Is that something that you stuck with last year? No. Actually, uh, if you want to look at, if you want to take a serious look at Pellet Envy's finish last year, look at the 1st of May. And you'll see when I quit cooking the expensive stuff. And that's when I went back to doing what I do with your regular average brisket. I, you know, I just saved 10 guys $200 a contest, but, but I'm just cooking the, the regular brisket. Uh, no, no, no expensive brisket for me. So as, as a guy who is a believer in process and a believer in consistency, why did you decide to diverge at some point away from what you were doing that was successful and try something completely different? Who said I did that? I didn't do that. <laughs> well, you, you went away from the, the briskets you were using. You went to uh, a, Wagyu bri- uh, a Wagyu brisket, different cut of meat. Oh, uh, grass is always greener, Greg. You know, you see people <laughs> doing it. You think you have to do it. You try it, you know, and, and eventually you come back from the dark side. All right, so aside from the fact that it maybe it wasn't scoring well, what were the biggest differences that you see as you started cooking them compared to the average Joe briskets? Well, I had an issue that other people weren't having because I've talked to a lot of people about them. And uh, number one, I cooked them just like I cooked regular brisket. I prepped them the same way, same temp, same times, everything. Nothing, and, and I didn't see a big difference there. I'll tell you where I got hung up. Um, I use injections. Um, and when I was injecting my the, those expensive briskets, that injection flavor was hanging in there to the finish on me. And it, it wasn't pleasant to me. Um, I did score well with some some expensive brisket, but they were not injected. And if I were to go back to cooking them, I don't think I would inject those. But um, there's a there's a reason you inject. There's a purpose for it. I think it's beneficial. And and I just you know I just I just couldn't cook the wagyu the way I can cook a regular brisket. How was the flavor profile of it compared it was, to the other? It, it it was pretty much the same to me. I think the difference in the wagyu I think was a moisture issue more than anything. Um, I think I noticed how moist they were, how much moisture they retained, those kind of things. But I can achieve that with a regular brisket. Um, and so that's why I don't, I don't want to spend, you know, I don't want to spend $350 a contest on brisket when I can spend 75 It just doesn't make sense to me. And believe me, folks, if you look at my finish, those are with the, 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 the $35 briskets, not with the $135 briskets. Rod Gray joining us here on the show. All right, so what changes in you know in a chicken? What changes in a pork? And you don't have to get obviously too detailed, 
but obviously there's going to be some change that you're going to be making or perhaps some process uh, readjustments you're going to be making to get these kind of back up in the top 10 to give you that uh, shot at potential team of the year this year. What are you going to, what changes are you going to be making? Actually, it's, it's a pretty boring answer because honestly, all I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the details in the process. It worked. You know, we were third place chicken team of the year, what, two years ago is all. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, or maybe three, I'm not really sure, but it was really close. And, you know, we've always been a good pork cook. It used to be our best category. Um, I, I can tell you this, it's potential that some of our flavor profiles all over the country and, and our pork is boring to the judges, maybe. But I really believe that good food is good food. And I'm going to go back to the details, the finer details of the recipes I already have. I'm not making any major changes. You know, I asked... Um, Robert McGee from Munch and Hogs at the Hilton this question last month. Was he sober? Uh, he seemed to be stone cold sober, which of course I never ever encourage. When you come on the show, you should at least be half in the bag to uh, potentially. I bet that was a boring interview. Absolutely, he's one of the worst interviews ever. But uh, Robert McGee mentioned uh, last month that he thought that some items or, or categories were moving away from a candy sweet in regards to flavor profile for competitions, to perhaps more of a savory profile. How are you seeing that? Are you seeing any type of change in that regard? I'm not. I, you know, I'm getting that question a lot. I don't know who's starting that rumor. But, but again, I think you can have you. I think, I think you can have savory and sweet on the same table. And if it's good, it's good, no matter what it is. I mean, you can't offend someone by having, having something be totally and completely unbalanced. It's got to be the, the finished product. Got to have some sweet. Got to have some savory. Got to have some salt. Maybe a little heat. It's got to be well balanced. So uh, I, I've never cooked with a with a totally candy sweet rib or a totally candy sweet pork. Um, but I've never also cooked with a real savory. It's just a middle of the road product. Have you made any real significant changes when you start to see categories fall off? Are they just minute detail things are you, are you making uh, flavor profile adjustments before you turn in um oh, they're, they're not major i mean they'd be really boring it'd be like your hat that'd be a really boring answer uh it just doesn't it's it's nothing big it's nothing major all right so let's go ahead and turn to 20, uh, 2012 right obviously you would have competed a couple of weeks ago down in florida i believe you were third overall if memory serves me correct so, Two years in a row, yep. Right, right out of the gates, top three finish out of 75, 80 teams, so that's obviously a step in the right direction. How many events do you currently have on the calendar, and how many are you hoping to do this year? I've got 35 on the calendar, including Lakeland, and I'm hoping to do 35. And are you shooting for team of the year, if that's something that happens along the way? What's the thought process there? Well, you always have to have goals. My goal is to be the 2012 KCBS Team of the Year. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? Now, there's other promotions that are running or other side items. You have like the Beef Cup and you have Kingsford Point Chase. Are you able to make a run at a number of these and still be able to ultimately capture Team of the Year? Or do you have to have different priorities if you're looking to get on top of these other side items, if you will? Oh... Well, now you've touched on a sore point with me. Kingsford ought to just write a check to QL right now and be done with it. Save himself a bunch of money in advertising because he's the only guy in the country who's willing to go from, from coast to coast to chase the thing. And and honestly, the, the Kingsford thing, I can cook with 50% Kingsford or what, two categories of Kingsford or whatever the hell the rules are this year. But but honestly, that's not that I don't have that set in my sights, no. Will you be taking part in the Sam's Club tour this year 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty pleased with with Sam's Club coming on and kind of bringing some barbecue to the spotlight uh, at their at their stores, uh, even if they dropped the ball when they had the registration process. But yeah, I was going to ask no. you about that. I know you had some thoughts. What what do you think the main issues of failure were on that? They didn't clear the. You know, no one has officially told me anything. So it's all just my opinion, but I'm going to tell you they didn't clear the cash from the year before because I was sitting at my computer. I think I had three computers running. I was definitely one of the first people in, and I got blocked instantly, and I just had to make up a team number and, a, and added two to my name to get registered for the event I wanted. And it's, it's as simple as they, they basically penalized the people who were in it last year by not clearing out the names from 2011. It's really pretty sad. Rod Gray joining us here on the show. Um, do you think Sam's Club teaming up with the barbecues that are spending this money? You know, a lot of people are going to a Sam's Club or some of the other boxer, but Sam's obviously stepping up to the plate. Do you think this is a good match for the people to kind of almost like they're giving back to the people that are frequenting their facilities every weekend? Well, that I think they're raising awareness about a group of products that they have available in their store. You know, I'm pretty happy that there's Sam's Clubs all over the country because if I'm out for more than one weekend and I don't have the things I need, I'm more than likely to stop into a Sam's. I know what they carry, I know where to find it, and I know it's going to be what I want, and then I can go on my way. So it's a pretty good match. I think it's great for the cooks. I think it's even better for their customer base. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just a great fit, in my opinion. And of course. One of the things you're most well-known for, aside from winning a lot of competitions and being a great cook and not afraid to share your mind and your thoughts, is this uh, competition cooking class that you're doing. It originally had started out with like Johnny Trigg, and you were doing old school versus high tech. Uh, what has it kind of morphed into for this year? This year, it's simply going to be Pellet Envy. I'm on my own. Um, Johnny and I are still good friends. He's going to do a couple on his own, but the truth is, what we discovered is the two of us together trying to do four categories in a 12-hour time span. We just couldn't get it done. In fact, the last time we did it together, I think on Friday night rather than end at 9.30 or 10, we were fighting a karaoke band in a bar at 11.30, and that wasn't good for the students. And then we got up Saturday, and we were still there at 3.30 or 4 o'clock when normally we finish about 2. And I think that's when we kind of realized that in our schedules that we couldn't really do it together. So it's Pell Envy. Uh, we're out on our own, battling it out with, what, 24 or 26 other people trying to teach a class this year? <laughs> well, I, you know, I was going to say, you know, I've said more than a few times that there seemed to be quite a proliferation of barbecue classes popping up out there. Uh, as someone who does these classes, as someone who knows a lot of these pitmasters out there on the circuit, I mean, what are your take on these barbecue classes? They seem to be kind of popping up every day. Somebody experiences some success or gets a grand championship, and they see, you know, they're turning around and setting up a class. What do you think the overall – perhaps I should ask it this way. Has the amount of classes diluted the talent giving the classes? Well – I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I'm going to boil it down to just just two thoughts, basically. Okay. Um, I, I'm not really going to answer your question directly, but uh, if you need to take a commercial break, this might be a good time because it's going to be a long explanation. All right. Well, then I'll go ahead and back you off here, and we'll uh, wait just uh, three minutes. Wait a t Rod looking to get into radio. He's doing a teaser. Evidently. Absolutely outstanding. All right, let me go ahead and say this then. Let me remind you folks that uh, we all have some discretionary income when it comes to buying cookers, buying cookbooks, buying wood chunks, whatever the case may be. Here's one thing that you have to remember, especially if you're buying on the Internet. You want to buy it from somebody 
who is reputable, somebody who has stuff in stock, and somebody who is going to ship it to you promptly. Look, we can scour the internet looking for the best deal ever. Inevitably, we'll find something that is completely lower priced than 10 or 15 other online resources are. But here's the problem. Perhaps that company has not actually been able to secure that inventory or they're not going to be able to ship it right out to you and you're waiting five or six months because it's back ordered. Whatever the case may be, you want to deal with somebody that's reputable and has a great reputation in the industry. And that's why I always recommend Fred Bernardo of TastyLicksBBQSupply.com. Now, we're going to be talking about season three of Barbecue Pitmasters as well. Well, guess what? Fred has put in an audition tape as well. Head right over to TastyLicksBBQ.com and check out Fred's attempt, Fred's offering to be on the season three of Barbecue Pitmasters. Fred, uh, not afraid of the camera, as you will uh, easily tell. But look, he's got a number of great products that he has championed on his own. Not only is he a supplier of many of the other sponsors here on the show, but he has his own line of Tasty Licks barbecue products. He's got original rub. He's got uh, a number of different rubs that I actually use here in the house. One of my favorite rubs that I use on a regular basis is the Veggie Blend. I use it all the time on vegetables. It's absolutely fabulous. It's got a nice little garlic flavor profile to it. And, of course, he's got a great steak seasoning that I like to use. Brining kits all in one. Fred's Music and Barbecue, where you can find it, tastylicksbbq.com, is really the place to go. Plus, next month he's offering a two-day competition barbecue school. You're going to have to call in or you're going to have to email Fred about that because the bottom line here is you're going to need to get in early for any competition barbecue cooking class. So you want to go tastylicksbbq.com and find out if there's still registration, perhaps there's online registration, whatever the case may be, check that link out, tastylicksbbq.com. That's tastylicksbbq.com. Fred Bernardo, one of the longest-running sponsors here on the show. We will step away and come back with Rod's answer to competition cooking classes in 20 seconds. Stand by. We'll be right back. Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B. All right, uh, 37 past the hour. We go back with Rod Gray. All right, Rod, thanks for hanging with me through the break there. Uh, you were just going to expound on barbecue competition cooking classes. Yeah, yeah, you, you asked for my answer, and then you put a boot in my but with a commercial about some other guy's barbecue class. Sweet. Just a That's general sweet. one. Just a general one. Go ahead. That's sweet. Well, I'm <laughs> going to tell you I've got two thoughts on it. Number one, all these new instructors, they should be sending me thank you notes. Because if I had screwed this thing up in the beginning, their customer base would be so, so much smaller. They really should thank me. We started out doing a great job, and look what it's grown into. That's, and, that's, and that's what leads me to my second line of thought. You know, we're doing this. We're doing it because we're doing it for a living we're trying to provide a great product. And I think a lot of people have started to do a little bit of math, seeing that we sell all our classes and they've decided they're going to jump on the bandwagon. You know, I can't fault the instructors for that, whoever they are. And I'm going to tell you, there are some good classes out there. I'm not going to name who they are. Those guys can figure that out. Um, But 
but there are some classes that aren't so great out there, and all they're doing is trying to capitalize on an opportunity to make a little money. You know, a class, Greg, is more than just standing around under a canopy in bad weather saying stuff like, this isn't the exact meat I cook, but it's all that I could find this morning, and I actually cook this and do that. I mean, when we teach these classes, we show everything like we're at a contest in real time. Um, we, we provide you, I'm saving back my best briskets for my class for the second, third of March, because I want to show these people that kind of product. I want to show these people my process. I want to have the best possible cook I can have at a class. I'd rather cook well there than in Vegas the end of March, because it's that important to me to put on a good class. You know, a bunch of these guys are jumping in, throwing their hat in the ring. I mean, they've got 30 contests under their belt and they're hosting a class. You know, what kind of experience is that really, truthfully? Wouldn't you rather take a class from some guy who's tough, who's cooked at least 350 contests, maybe 400 contests? Don't you think that makes more sense? I think it does. Um, there are just tons of classes out there, and, and they're trying to capitalize on, on, on what's hot right now. And honestly, some of them are fleecing the people because they're not putting out a good product. Rod Gray joining us here on the show. Rod, let me uh, read you an email that somebody has just sent in. Uh, Hi, Greg, longtime listener, first-time emailer. There is a lot of interest in some sort of KCBS mini team of year to recognize teams that cook fewer than 10 contests per year. Personally, I cook more than 10, but really have no problem with recognizing some of the very good teams that are unable to travel week after week. I do see a lot of devil in the detail. Further, I think it should be called something other than Team of the Year. I would think some sort of KCBS Cooks Championship or something to that effect would be appropriate. And uh, questions for Rod. Number one, do you see a series such as something that he's just laid out is inevitable, and do you think it's a good idea or not? No, I don't think it's inevitable. I, I will tell you my time on the board with KCBS had me view it from a different angle. You know, from KCBS's perspective, I think there's even a, a poll going on, Greg, somewhere on some forum here, probably the well, probably on a forum. We're on your show. We're not going to name forums. but and it, and it asks you how many contests that you're doing a year, and, and look how small the number is of the guys that are doing 25 or more. So I understand what the guy is saying, but truthfully, if we're going to name a national champion, a KCBS team of the year, don't you want it to be the best of the best? And why dilute it with some side contest? It, it, that, that part, for me personally, doesn't make sense. It makes sense coming from KCBS to maybe do something for the little guy. Uh, call it the Little Guys Award. Yeah, somebody just said the lightweight team of the year. Thanks, Ray Lampy. That would be a good choice. The lightweight team of the year. Perfect. Will it encourage teams that cook four or five contests to cook more, or would it discourage teams that cook 14 to 15 from cooking that many in order to remain eligible for the lightweight contest, do you think? Um, that's awfully deep thinking uh, for me, so I, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't think it would do that. You know, you're going to cook what you're going to cook. If you're if you're in the hunt, you you cook five contests. You look up and you're winning the brisket category and the lightweight team of the year, KCBS contest. Yeah, you might go out and cook three or four more, but I doubt you're going to cook last just because you want to win the lightweight team of the year award. All right, last follow-up question here for this guy. Should KCBS just be only in the business of promoting cooks to compete in as many contests as possible? Yeah. I mean, you want a national champion? You want it to be some guy who cooked five contests, be your national champion? No. You You want the guys. Look what we did in 2009. Steve Farron, Darren Worth, and I traveled back and forth across the country duking it out to be team of the year, and people watched. People still say that was the most exciting year for Team of the Year KCBS. 
And, the, and no little guy is going to be able to do that. Those guys were flying in, borrowing equipment. I was driving back and forth. It was an amazing finish to 2009, and I was just I just happened to be the lucky one. Rod Gray joining us here on the show. PelletEnvy.com, the website. Uh, Rod, we kind of digress a little bit here with this question, but inevitably as the success of barbecue and competition barbecue grows, people want to take advantage of it and cash cow it. One of those ways that people have talked about is getting it on television and is what you see on television representative of what is happening weekend in, weekend out. Season three of Barbecue Pitmasters is going to be hitting the air. There were audition tapes flying all around the Internet. Weren't there? I, I think... Did I see yours for like five seconds and it's not up on the internet anymore or is it still around? No, it's off. Some busybody decided to do a search and thought they could promote their blog by by by, by compile them even if you didn't want them on there. So I had to take care of it. Pretty sad, honestly. But, you know, those who can't cook, blog. Or host radio shows. That's absolutely right. Thank you very much. Now... Uh, so that was kind of cool. I could see you reach for the sound effect just then. Yeah, absolutely. You can see, you can see me do that. What do you, after you've seen some of these videos, what are your thoughts about people looking to get on the show? Do you think, I mean, would you want to be a part of the show if somebody asked you? Is it something that people are just looking to get in front of a television and grab 15 minutes? Is it doing something well for the sport? What do you think? Um, well, no, even whether I'm on it or not, let's just, let's, you, you asked me about seven questions there. So let's try to hit all of them. Number one, I think any show that brings barbecue to the forefront is helping barbecue. Even bad shows, you know, even bad press is, is better than no press. So so I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I, I will tell you, rumor on the street is, with those guys replaying those all those Pitmaster shows, whether it's season one or season two, on that off-channel that Discovery owns, they're discovering that it was actually more popular than they thought it was. Mm-hmm. And that's why, supposedly, they're bringing season three back. Of course, the other rumor is season three is going to be an ultra-low budget affair. So in terms of me being on it, yeah, I submitted a video along with what about three hundred others of us, which is fine. Um, at least two thirds of those were so freaking boring that there's no way they're going to be on the show. Um, but but uh, you know, I, uh, what it, does it, it take? I, well, I mean, what would you? What do you think it takes to be to have a good audition tape? Like, if, if you're watching well, okay. it, what gets Rod going? Okay, well, what makes a good audition tape and what makes an authentic audition tape are two different things. You know, I, it, for those of you that happened to see my audition tape, I was pretty much Rod Gray. In fact, I was actually probably uh, less fired up than I am tonight. Uh, but it was more really me. And if they don't want me, I totally get it. If I'm not good for television, I totally get that. But those guys, I mean, I saw a guy who on the circuit all year was a pretty mild-mannered guy, pretty normal, pretty much smile all the time, eye contact, shake your hand. And then he stands up and tells his video and thumps his chest and no matter who you throw in front of me, I'm going to kick their ass type stuff or or they make fun of Myron Mixon, or they make fun of, of Johnny Trigg, or they make fun of Tuppy Stone, or whatever. And, you know, I have never stood in a circle of people at a barbecue contest and have anybody act that way. So why do you want to make a video that's out on the Internet for good, that people can reference to, and maybe use as, as basically bulletin board material for the rest of the season, and make yourself look like an ass? Why not act like the normal person that you are? If you want to throw in a little fun, you know, I saw a good one. The, uh, the Big Papa Smokers video was a good one. Does it tell you much about about what kind of cooks they are and how they act on television? Not really, but it was it was a fun video to watch. Uh, Neil did a pretty fun video to watch, and that probably tells a little more about him. Uh, but but you know, 
this, these crazy made-up videos where they do stupid stuff and don't act to their normal character, you can't, you can't sustain that for 30 minutes or an hour or all day long while they're filming. You can't. And so you're going to come off like a jerk uh, if you make it on the show. Now, Rod, I've talked with uh, John Marcus. He's set to come on next week to talk a little bit about this. But he has said on any number of occasions when I've had him here on the past that in order for him to get it on television, it almost has to be a little bit bastardized in order, I guess, to get it on television. So when you say it's good to have anything that has a barbecue related on television, it's good, bad press is better than no press. Is it good in the fact that it is that you know up front that it's not going to be what it was like? I mean, whoever would have thought that season one of Pitmasters was going to be now the new gold standard of what people actually want to see, or I'm sorry, I should say the people in the in the niche want to see on television versus sidewinder challenges and people smack talking in between cooking rattlesnake and armadillo. Well. Let's let's back up a step. You say John Marcus says that it has to be barbecue has to be bastardized to make it on television. Correct. Number one, I'm going to disagree, I'm going to disagree with you on that. However, asking me about television when you're talking to John Marcus is like asking Doc Marcus about cooking brisket when you should be talking to me. I mean, but my opinion is what happened when we shot the shows in 03 and 04 for Food Network? They weren't bastardized, and people loved them. What about the show United Taste of America just a couple weeks ago? That show wasn't bastardized. It was 30 minutes of pretty decent barbecue television, and we didn't have to cook armadillo or rattlesnake or whatever the hell they're going to throw at those people. We didn't have to do those things. It was just good barbecue. So I don't agree with John that it has to be bastardized. Maybe in his mind or the, or the original media guy's mind it has to be bastardized, but I don't agree with that. Rod Gray joining us here on the show. Rod, with the uh, couple minutes that we have left, of course, want to allow you time to talk about your sponsors. Uh, of course, you got Grease Lightning in the Army, and then you got Easy Grill. Uh, what's happening new over in the sponsor stable? Um, the, we're going to solely focus on Grease Lightning this year. Easy Grill's dropped out, uh, and we're still good friends. We we met and had dinner back in December, and we just decided to go our separate ways, but Philip Swan and I are still good friends. Um, Grease Lightning, we're going to focus on them quite a bit. We've got a couple things in the hopper. They're not quite flushed out yet. Uh, but it's a bigger, better year for Grease Lightning. The samples are coming back, which is so awesome. They've been away for a year. I'm glad to have those back as lots of folks ask. And we're really going to push them hard. And everybody's going to have a bottle of Grease Lightning in their hand before the season's over. All right, Rod. Uh, next event that you're going to be in so people can be on the lookout and say hi. Well, I'm going to go down to the Houston Livestock. But all I'm going down there to do is wash dishes for Johnny Trigg. He's going down to cook it. So that's going to be fun because that's a bucket list event for me. Uh, and then we're going to teach a class the 2nd and 3rd of March in Kansas City. There's still two seats left for that. By the way, while I'm thinking about it, I'm getting tons of questions about our future schedule of classes. Um, and we're going to do three or four more classes this year, folks. We're just, we're just now getting things scheduled out. So check the website often. And for those of you who have sent me an email, I will get it to you when we know the rest of our schedule. But then I'm going to cook a contest here in town, Greg, North Kansas City, which is usually about 100 teams. Pretty crazy event. It's on Snake Saturday of the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and it usually has about 100,000 people hanging around down there. That's a lot of people. That is a ton of people. You get some and people it, trying to reach over and get samples? Um, they they have a segmented up. used to be we had to cross the parade to turn in, <laughs> but they, they solved that. They moved us a little bit, and now we're kind of in our own little area, so there'll be plenty of people milling around, but you know, I'll be in my trailer. Nobody's reaching into my trailer to grab a sample, or they're going to lose a finger. Yeah, sharp knives flying around there. Uh, why not? Uh, why not cook the livestock? 
Um, well, I'm not. My understanding is it's very difficult to get into the livestock. So I'll cook it once I win the Jack or the, or the American Royal because that's how I want to go. All right. Uh, would you rather win the Jack first or the American Royal first? Oh, the American Royal invitation. Absolutely. Absolutely. No big surprise there coming from Rod Gray. Uh, he is the pit master of Pellet Envy, sponsored by Greased Lightning. Uh, Rod, always a lightning rod and a huge, uh, huge. Uh, you got to come on every week so I can get ratings like this all the time. Uh, Rod Gray, always appreciate the time. Good luck to you, Rod, and we'll talk again soon. Listen, hey, Greg, that's yep. great. Bring me on for like a two-minute gossip segment every week. That should bring some folks in. I really appreciate you having me on. It's been too long. Can't wait to be back. Uh, love that skull cap you're wearing. Thank you very much, Rod. Appreciate it. And there he is, Rod Gray. You can find him at pelletenvy.com. That is pelletenvy.com. And I believe, if I'm going off of memory correctly, that uh, Greased Lightning is greased-lightning.com. Um, I actually use that stuff at home as well, and I'm not a sponsor. But sometimes uh, you need something better than, like, lice up. Man, I jacked my finger up, and I don't even know what the hell I did. But I'm bleeding all over like a stuck pig. All right, we will be back in three minutes so we can wrap up the first hour. I'm going to give something away just because. Uh, Draper's Barbecue, though, let me remind you of that, Shane Draper. And Draper's Barbecue, a third-generation barbecue company located in western Kentucky between Memphis and Kansas City. Uh, Shane Draper created a line of products that represents both cities as well as the flavor profiles of his home. Draper's Smoking Sauce is a balanced blend of spices that marry savory, sweet, tangy, and some heat in a flavor profile that is just at home on the competition trail as it is in the backyard. Draper's Barbecue also has a versatile rub known simply as AP Rub. Now, the AP, short for all purpose, it's a balance of savory, salty, sweet, and heat that makes a great flavor enhancer on any protein, but it can also be used on things like popcorn and french fries, salads, chicken wings, onion rings, Chex Mix, baked potatoes, and dredges for frying fish. Your imagination is really its only limitation. Now, Smoke and Sauce and AP Rub are great on their own. We all know that by now. But they were designed to be used together. That's right, the dovetail of these two flavors make a completely different and complex profile to keep the judges thinking about your entry long after that you've turned it in. Now, if you can find Draper's products at three different places on the Internet, so you can find it, of course, at the home base, drapersbbq.com slash store. You can also go to the guys that invented the barbecue or the uh, bacon explosion, bbqaddicts.com, and you can also go to bbqproshop.com. These are all trusted Draper's sources. And you can also look for Draper's Barbecue on Facebook and Twitter. Shane, always available for questions and cooking advice. If you have a local store that you want Draper's Barbecue products in, send Shane an email at info at drapersbbq.com. They are always adding stores and new markets, and your tip could lead you to earning some free Draper's gear, and nothing better than that. Now, be on the lookout for Draper's Barbecue's newest product called Mood Enhancer. This rub was built to make everything that ever moved taste better. From brisket to tri-tip steaks to hamburgers, this rub has it covered. Mood Enhancer has very little sugars, low in salt, and stands up to low and slow cooking as well as hot and fast. Now look, stay tuned to the Barbecue Central Radio Show for exclusive release date coming very soon. Draper's Barbecue. When they say three generations of pride and flavor in a bottle, they mean it. DrapersBBQ.com will come right back for some winning stuff. 
Stick around. We'll be right back. Advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Are you coming up on five till you want to win something free? 877 Go ahead and call in. We'll get you hooked up with some type of free prize that I have in the prize closet right now. Overflowing with spices. Thanks again to Rod Gray for joining me. Uh, we will go ahead and reset all of the first hour coming up very shortly. I believe Rod might have had his wires mixed up in the back of the computer. And that's why we didn't have audio there for the first uh, couple seconds. But he got it worked out. Got to appreciate that. Stepped up to the mic. Literally stepped up to the mic. Um, PelletEnvy.com is the website. 877-448-0433. Give you some free rub from uh, JP Custom Smoke. Got a couple pouches of that left over that I can go ahead and mail out to you if you want to give that a try. And coming up next hour, we do have Jay Prince from BBQ. Wow, look at the taper. Man, Rod goes and you people flock away like the salmon of Capistrano. (laughs) All right, let's go through here. Uh, Was hoping to get Rod in video. I had the Skype camera all set up. That was what Rod was actually going to look like. We were going to go split screen Jones right here. And then, of course, we have this camera here, which is a studio camera. Hi. Now, let me ask uh, – oh, wait, there's Bobby. Watch out. Oh, there she is. I got the wrong camera. Sorry about that. Let's see. Um, quickly, did I share? No, I didn't share the number. Come on. That's my call-in number, Steve. Give me a break. Um, let me go here. G- give me a uh, – everybody in the chat room that's watching video, give me – uh, quality of the stream and the switches in between. Is it uh, is it not playing properly? Is it playing properly? Where are we at? Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. Greg at the BBQ All right. Uh. Well. I think Kevin and I are going to have to do some testing off air, maybe tomorrow. It's not, I'm not bald, Steve. So hurtful you are. I get you elected to the Kansas City Barbecue Society Board of Directors and you're slamming me for being bald. Don't make me take this cap off, Steven. That's right. He knows I'm not bald. Don't worry about it. Oldest daughter's getting ready to throw fisticuffs with you out there in New England. How's your Patriots right about now? Ooh, ooh. Did I hit a sore spot? spot? Of course not. I live in Cleveland. We're a bunch of losers. All right. And here we go. All right. Let's wrap it up for the first hour. I want to thank Rod Gray. I wonder if I blast down in uh, audio or video setting if that would help. 
know if I can fix it. Yeah, I can't. Streaming. Yeah, we got that, Neil. Hot in Cleveland. All right, we're going to step away and reload for the second hour. Don't forget Jay Prince coming up uh, about 14 past. Talk about barbecue sauce reviews. And then we have a Pitmaster 3 audition tape that we'll be evaluating. Everybody left in the chat room is going to be able to weigh in on that. Uh, we should all be able to see that. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what? He ate 54 wieners. So listen, Laverne, it's shake feast. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> you could use it to fight off creeping marauders looking to take your steaks off your grills. I just like being anywhere with Junior, Senior, and Diva. Sounds like a whole lot of type of movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really. Keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. We have top men working on it right now. Top men. Hmm. All right, we are back for the second hour. Let's do this. Never once have I ever broken format in the show. Oh, no. Get that out of there. Never once have I broken format in the second hour. But I want to get this cleared up. No audio either. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. I'm actually going to stop the stream right now. We're going to try and get the video set. Kevin, uh, are you with me? We're going to go ahead and shut down just for a couple seconds. I'm going to try and reduce my uh, bit rates. And then we'll see how it goes. So stand by. This is going to happen in three, two, one. I, I believe I think I know what I did, but I don't want to. Don't want to say anything. That's good because I didn't have anything to say during the opening segment. All right, so we're okay. I mean, everybody's good. Just joining. How y'all doing, Matt? You're late. You've missed all the technical difficulties. My fault. Anyway. I digress. So let's do this. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Call in. I'll still give you something for free if you want to call in. 877-448-0433. Rod Gray, absolutely tremendous weighing in on any number of issues tonight. Let's recap. Rod thought that everybody that blogs is stupid. Rod thinks that everybody except for Neil's auditions for Pitmasters 3 are stupid. Rod thinks that if you are giving a competition cooking class and you haven't done like 350 competitions, you're stupid. Yeah, you know it. He was bringing it strong. I'm just kidding, by the way. I mean, video still doesn't work. Damn it. 
I can't win. Things are going south and south correctly and directly. Oh, my Lord. Sweet Molly, Miss Molly. We race to the hotline and bring in the winningest caller ever in the history of the show. Phil White, Huntsville, Alabama. Phil, how are you? Doing good, Greg. How about yourself? Doing absolutely fantastic, Phil. Phil, before I let you take part in winning, which you're very good at here on the show, are you are you able to see anything on the television tonight? Are you, are you just having horrific issues? What are we at? I haven't had issue one. You're, so you're seeing me without any problem? No. I've, whenever you whenever you cut off a while ago, you know, and took a break or whatever, yeah. uh, it, you came back, I hadn't had no issues. All right. And do, does it look like my video and audio are synced up relatively good? Do I look a little off there? I mean, everything is all right? Uh, everything, yeah, everything looks everything looks good on this end. All right, great. Uh, so just for calling in and helping me out, Phil, I want to send you, if I possibly could, if you would let me, free of charge, some JP Custom Smoke Rub. Is that something we might be able to hook you up with? Why, sure, you sure can. All right, well, I appreciate that, Phil. You know the drill. All you need to do is uh, send me your shipping info, Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com, and I'll make sure that I get a pack of rub or two or three from JP Custom Smoke right out to you. All right, Greg. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks Appreciate for calling in tonight. There he is. Still. <laughs> Believe it. He is the winningest person of the show. Not afraid to use those touch tones and uh, get it going. Right, let me make sure that I don't screw up again for Jay and uh, make sure that I'm going to be calling him properly. And hopefully we will be able to uh, get his video up tonight. Time will tell. Time will tell. A uh, quick, uh, again, quick. Um, hold on a second here. Let me go up. up, 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 up. Is that a... Start uh, punch, if, if the video is working and the audio is working for you, please go ahead and punch up working. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Want to hear it. Want to hear it before we go uh, and talk about the 50% off Accutron watches. Uh, this is, uh, by the way, for people that have uh, always wanted to know what the, what the studio looks like from behind the shot. Uh, this is the studio. Uh, microphone here, dual monitors. Obviously, this is the thing that is uh, helping me transition in between. Uh, I'm able to view the chat room on this monitor. Um, this is my Samsung Skyrocket phone. So, all right, everything is working. There we go. Good, good, good. So it must be those stupid Apple computers that don't work. Get that out of here. All right, we're back on track. Happy to do it. Glad. Uh, I apologize that we had to digress a little bit there, but uh, good to take a couple minutes, regain composure, and then be able to kick it with Jay Prince coming up here in just a couple minutes. All right, friends, I've been talking about it for weeks, but tonight is the absolute last night. Send Steve of Stephen DeFranco an email. Do it tonight. Here's what you're going to have to do. Tell me you heard it on the show tonight. 
send them this email. Say, hey, I heard we're getting 50% off Accutron watches. And he's going to be like, yeah, I knew it. Go online, stephendefranco.com. That's uh, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O. Stephen DeFranco. Or, of course, you can visit the Barbecue Central Radio Network's homepage and click on the Stephen DeFranco banner and then go to the Accutron part of watches. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets tricky. Find your watch, okay? And then after you've found the watch, go ahead and make sure that you find the absolute one that you want or maybe you're going to be getting it for a wife or a friend or whatever the case is. And you're going to get 50% off that watch. It doesn't get any easier than that. You have to talk with Steve at 943-2700, 440-943-2700 is the number that you're going to have to call in tomorrow because it's going to be the last day tomorrow to take advantage of this. I've been talking about it for weeks. So if you're teetering on the edge, this is not some crazy sales closing tactic or anything like that. Tomorrow is the absolute last day that we're running 50% off for Accutron watches. I have mine on. It's right here. It's a fabulous piece. Everybody loves it. And now you can hook up too and save 50%. Now maybe you're out of state. You're worried about shipping charges. Don't worry about it because it's 50, or it's free shipping. It's not even 50% off shipping. It's free shipping. You're going to get free batteries for life. You're going to get free service on it. It's a complete watch care package that Stephen DeFranco sells with each and every watch. So make sure you get to the Accutron line over at stephendefranco.com. Find the one that you absolutely know that you can't live without. And then and only then should you call in at 440-943-2700. And you'll be able to save 50% on a watch that you probably wouldn't normally otherwise go out and get. Look, I understand times are tough, but watches are one of the very few things that us men have that we can actually take some type of heart with, something uh, something we can actually kind of bling out. We're not going to wear earrings, or a lot of us aren't going to wear huge gold chains or danglies or anything like that. A watch is really one of those fine men pieces that you can go ahead and hook up with. Do it. StephenDeFranco.com is the website. Again, 50% off. A call in 440-943-2700. Ask for Steve. Mention the term barbecue buddy. You get 50% off that Accutron. And it ends tomorrow. So hurry up. We'll be back with Jay Prince from Barbecue Sauce Reviews right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Thirteen past the hour. Welcome back to the show. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com is the email address. Joining me now is a first timer to the show, someone who has uh, someone who have actually been looking to get on the show for a little while now. 
has a great website that reviews barbecue equipment, sauces, here to talk about the website and to talk about a few other items from their latest reviews is Jay Prince from Barbecue Sauce Reviews. Jay, how are you, bud? Jay. Wow, failing at every turn tonight. Wow. Why uh why no video call option? No nothing option. She's not even online. The hell is going on over here? Let's try again. Jay, where are you? There's Jay. There's no video call option. Jay, if you are in the uh line, or if you're in the room, Jay, uh can you call me, maybe? Oh, the succulence of technology. Get that big stuff out of here. Or lack of. Yeah, he's gone. He's not even on my Skype thing anymore. JJ. We're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff here with Jay tonight, believe it or not. Uh, one of which is the Orion Cooker, which he actually did a review on. We're going to talk about that. Also, uh, an item called the Roman Pork Puller. I don't know if you've ever seen a Roman Pork Puller before, uh, but this is an item that I have started to see online. And uh, they were able to do uh, quite a uh, good review on it. All right, so here we go. We're going to try and grab Jay again here. We will go to the proverbial hotline here in hopefully just one second. And we'll see what's happening. With Jay, if you haven't visited the website, it's BBQ Sauce Reviews. That's BBQ Sauce Reviews.com. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. This could be it. It is uh, Jay Prince, Barbecue Sauce Reviews. Jay, how are you? What's going on, Greg? Not much. I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties there, but we're uh, back at it. It's Jay from Barbecue Sauce Reviews. Uh, Jay, before we get into some of the items that we're going to be talking about tonight, obviously you can see exactly what's happening here on the show, so just follow along. A little bit of background on yourself, uh, how you got into, I assume you're a barbecue guy like me, uh, maybe more backyard than competition, but how how did you get into barbecue, and then how does that morph into getting the site start? Okay, uh, basically, um, I've been grilling since uh, 1997, after I graduated high school and stuff. Uh, You know, just your typical backyard griller, Um, you know, started getting... Um, into the site when I started following barbecue sauce reviews, um, Brian Henderson that started the site, uh, does a lot of sauce giveaways and stuff usually on Fridays. So I started getting involved in that. And, um, then he came along and asked me if I wanted to start doing reviews for the site. So this past summer I joined up with him and, uh, just been moving right along. All right, so is it something that you've always wanted to, you know, get into this whole uh, reviewing things? Have you always had a passion for f- getting some items and then giving your own take on it? Or is this something that I don't want to say you were forced into it, but uh, <laughs> something that uh, you reluctantly decided to, to take a hold of? Yeah, I definitely wasn't forced into it. Um, you know, it's a hobby. You know, I'm a backyard griller like a lot of the readers of our blog and um you know it was just something that i thought what the heck i got nothing to lose and it's something that'd be kind of cool to get 
products that I've always wanted uh, myself. And this is a great way to try things out and do reviews on it and let people know, you know, kind of what your typical backyard griller thinks of the products. Jay Prince joining us here on the show. Again, the website, bbqsaucereviews.com, if you want to go check it out. Uh, are you soliciting products to review at this point, or because of the success of the website, are, are people getting more in touch with you than you reaching out to them? Um, I've had a little bit of both. I'm still, still contacting people because, you know, a lot of the products that, uh, that I've reviewed are, are pretty big products, at least, you know, at least to me. Um, so, you know, I just kind of keep an eye out on online and see what people are talking about and just, you know, contact the product companies and see if they're interested in having a review done on their product. Now, have you guys set up metrics in order for you to properly rate? Uh, A lot of people uh, see blogs and websites rating stuff, and there never seems to be any negative about any of the products that we're reviewing. There doesn't seem to be that uh, ping of honesty. Uh, What kind of metrics have you guys set up in order to give an unbiased review, or at least unbiased as possible review for the readers? Well, Brian does uh, a lot of ratings and stuff for the sauce. We haven't set that up for the um, actual like product reviews when it comes to like barbecue-related stuff. Um, I just basically get my honest opinion on what I think of stuff. You know, I'm, um, you know, I try stuff out, and if I see something that I don't like, I'll be honest about it because, you know, that's what people want to know. You know, when I go to buy a product, I want to see honest reviews. If I see bad reviews, you know, I may not buy that product. So, you know, I just try to be open and honest. And, uh, you know, I'm not paid in any way for the reviews. You know, a lot of times I get the product for free from the company. And, uh, you know, so I just do my best to to point out the best about the product. And, uh, you know, if there's something I don't like, like I said, I point that out too. But luckily I've got a lot of products that, you know, I haven't seen a lot of negatives about. So that's that's been kind of cool, too. Yeah, Jay Prince joining us here on the show, bbqsaucereviews.com, the website. Uh, first item that we wanted to talk about tonight, Jay, is this item called the Orion Cooker. And I'm going to go ahead. Uh, you're going to be able to see that here. Uh, so this is what it looks like for everybody that hasn't seen it. Now, this is all broken down into parts. So if you could, because I know you can see this, too, kind of yeah. walk me through the different parts, and then we'll show it what it looks like when it's assembled and whatnot. Okay, basically you got your uh, drip pan. Um, you also have your uh, poultry stand, which can hold up to a 24-pound turkey. Uh, you get three rib racks, which you can hold about uh, six slabs of ribs on, three cooking grapes, um, and the whole unit itself is made of uh, 304 stainless steel, so you don't really have to worry about it rusting. Um, it's a very easy product to put together. Um, also have a Weber Smoky Mountain, and this was, you know, a lot easier than that. And that's not that hard of a thing to put together. I mean, you got a few legs on the bottom of it and some of the uh, great uh, rack holders in the inside to, to screw on. And, I mean, it's, it's just a simple product to put together and really simple product to use. All right. So here's a picture of the, of the Orion cooker kind of assembled uh, top yeah. looking down. What, what kind of a put together time are you looking here 20 minutes or less uh hour oh, not less? even that no. i think maybe 10 minutes at most i mean it might not even been that i mean it's just so simple to put together i mean no. anybody could do it really 
now if somebody's looking at this, they're wondering, okay, well, it looks like there's a huge drip trade down at the bottom, and then there's this other uh, cup at the top. How is this cooker fired? Okay, basically, and a lot of people might be a little scared of this, but um, use mat, match light charcoal. Okay, the ring you see at the bottom is uh, where a majority of your charcoal will go. And then you put like around 10 to 12 uh, briquettes on the top. And then you, uh, you basically put your meat inside. And then underneath that, you're going to have your drip pan, which you'll foil and then you can put uh, wood chips. There's enough room around the drip pan for uh, wood chips to go around that. Um, and most of the, the meat that you uh, you cook on this, you don't need to put any water in the, the drip pan at all. You just foil it, unless it's like brisket or seafood. Jay Prince joining us here on the show. Um, I do have a picture of it all uh, charcoaled up, if you will. How much charcoal are you using during a cook? Like, are, are you able to put less in if you think it's going to be less time, or are you just yeah. filling it up? Yeah. If it's a smaller um, cut of meat, then obviously you can use less. But typically, um, you know, I would use about 12 and a half pounds of uh, the match light charcoal. Um, and, you know, depending on how windy it is that day, um, you know, it, it'll be good for, for the whole cook. I'm going to go ahead, um, while I got you on here, we're going to roll a video. Uh, now, now, there should not be any sound for people that are watching this, so uh, Jay is going to be able to see this and just kind of uh, walk us through it. But uh, this is you having it uh, filled up completely, and then, oh, I should probably actually play the video. Um, and then we're going to see it what it looks like. I, I would imagine uh, in about uh, 30 seconds from now, if this thing isn't in your backyard, if it's just like out in the front yard, people are walking by. When you start this thing, people got to think, what the hell is going on in your front yard? Yeah, like when the neighbors see me set myself on fire. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how, how much, when you fully load it out, are you using a complete bag of charcoal at that point? Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely, like I said, it was about 12 and a half pounds. Um, you know, you go and you... You light it, and it lights up pretty fast. You know, I've never really been a big fan of match light, but your meat is, you know, completely sealed off from that. And as you can see here, that thing flames, like, and it's insane with the flames. Um, actually pretty cool. You definitely don't want to have it up, like, near your house or, or anything, <laughs> you know, close by it. You know, keep, keep kids and animals away, but uh, it's definitely a sight to see. Now, could you? Does it have to be match light? Could you put in Kingsford and then douse the charcoal with lighter fluid, or do you want to stay away from that? Yeah, you could do that as well. Um, I've done that too. You know, it might save you a little bit of money to do that, but uh, you know, I, I I found the match light to be a lot better. It seems to you know have the flame a little bit longer than um, you know going a different route. But uh, that right there's uh, the match light, and there's um, seven pound pork butt. And how I, long uh, did that take to cook? It only took four and a half hours. Wow. Seven pound pork butt. So, I mean, typically you're looking at 12 to 14 hours, you know, oh, 200, yeah. 225 degrees. And this is done in, in seven hours. Uh, no, four and a half, four out, four and a half hours. Wow. And it looks, four you know, I mean, you can hours. see the bone, uh, you know, the meat shrinking away from the bone. And then of course you got the finished product right there. Could you tell a, a difference from doing it low and slow to putting in the Orion cooker? Or what were the differences that you could tell? You know, honestly, um, it was it was pretty comparable to um, you know the one that I did on the grill up. 
Um, you really couldn't tell a difference. I mean, it was nice and juicy and tender. Um, I did use uh, Draper's AP rub on that, which is always uh, one of my go-to rubs, and that was amazing on it as well. Um, the only thing with this is it lacks some of the smoke flavor that you would typically get on you know other smokers. Even putting um, in the wood chips down at the bottom, that doesn't really help it at all? Yeah, it does. You just, you know, and then, um, you know, I was talking to the the owner of Ryan Cooker today, uh, Christian, and he was telling me that, you know, there's a way to get even more smoke that he's learned from other people who have used it. Um, basically, light it uh, with the lid off with your wood chips in, um, you know, light it for like 10 minutes with your meat off of it, too. And then once the wood chips start to smoke, then put your meat in mm-hmm. and put the lid on. And he is... Uh, has heard that that gives it, you know, a lot more smoke flavor, but I I was pretty happy with it. Um, you know, and, you know, I learned as I cooked with it, with the different meats, um, you know, you add a little bit more and then you get more smoke flavor to it. Um, you know, and I used a cherry wood chips, uh, with that and I, I thought it turned out great. You know, you don't get the smoke ring like you do with, uh, you know, using other smokers, but you know, this is a cooker. It uses, like a convection process and you know you're you're not really going to have that because the the wood chips don't cook the meat it's you know the convection process and the the heat from the charcoal that's up against the cooker itself that is cooking it all right uh kind of running out of time here so let's kind of move through here uh, i mean okay. you like the product though right that's a good you like oh, the right cooker. Okay. yeah i mean you know 15 pound turkey um you know only took Let's see, I think it was about, mm, I think it was like four hours for that. I did two slabs of St. Louis-style ribs in an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, and as you can see on the uh, the rib rack holders for that, you know, you could put six slabs of ribs. You know, I only had, you know, two on that, but, I mean, those ribs were amazing. All right, so the next item is something that is pretty unique. It's called the Roman Pork Puller. And why don't you tell us a little bit about that and, and what its purpose is? Okay, your Roman pork puller um, is basically it's a solid stainless steel. It's got six welded two-inch spikes on it. I mean, this thing's a beast. Uh, you attach it to a quarter power drill, and um, you know the creator of it said that you know he's been able to pull a pork butt in about as little as six seconds uh, with this. It took me a little bit longer. Um, you know, I had my dad helping me out too, and uh, he got a little carried away, <laughs> you know, getting crazy with it and <laughs> throwing pork everywhere. But uh, yeah, I mean, the thing's crazy. I mean, you je- definitely want to make sure that you have a quarter drill with this. I tried using a 18 volt Black and Decker that I have, uh, you know, a cordless one, and I mean, it didn't want to turn this thing at all. I mean, it's this thing is solid stainless steel. It's, yeah. I mean, you'll see in the video here, it just. It tears it up. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you just hit it, and bam, it kind of just flies apart. Did you uh, take the bone out prior to uh, oh, yeah, pulling yeah. it here? Otherwise, you could probably end up in a little bit of a mess, right? Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been good. <laughs> yeah, definitely take the bone out um, and just hit the drill. I mean, that thing just goes. Now, were, were you ever concerned that... Like the first thing that I see is like a corded drill, and then I see all this uh, this metal, and it looks like it could be potentially like a medieval type of a thing. <laughs> d- d- were you ever worried that it was going to be like 
dirty or anything like that, or that you're not too worried about that? No, not at all. I mean, with this, you know, this is good for, uh, you know, people that do catering or vending. Um, you know, I don't know if this is going to be some, something that, you know, a competition team is wanting, wanting to use because it, it shreds it pretty fine. As you can see, there's a few chunks still in there, but uh, it, it does shred it pretty fine. And um, But, I mean, if you're somebody that's that's going through a lot of butts and one day and you know you need something to do it real fast i mean this is perfect i mean like i said you know if you get good at it you probably do it in about you know six seconds um i think with that it was like an eight pound butt uh, wow so, so especially maybe if you were like a caterer that would probably be a good item too oh yeah definitely good for catering um you know i've even read where um you know in some barbecue forums that people said that they've put a couple butts at a time I've seen where people even put them in like a cooler, like a bigger cooler, and mm-hmm. just just hit them, hit them all. Yeah. So this is what again, yeah. this is what it looks like here, uh, yeah. uh, just by itself. And then when you attach it to the, oops, sorry, and when you attach it to the drill, it looks like that. Um, last item up for bid is uh, something that I found actually pretty unique, called the uh, grill poppers. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Okay, you're. Uh Basically, your grill poppers is a pop-out meat thermometer. Um, they come in a four-pack. You got medium rare, medium, medium well, and well done. Uh, temperatures listed on it are basically uh, your USDA recommended safe minimum internal temperatures. Um, these are very good with steak. Um, you know, to use on that. Like if you're somebody, you know, you have people over and they all want them, you know, cooked a different way. Uh, these are perfect for that. I mean, they pop out right on the pretty much the exact temperature that's listed on them. Um, you know, I used my thermopen to check and they were like maybe a couple degrees off here and there, but, um, they worked out perfectly. Yeah. So here's a picture of what they look like going into chicken. And yeah. then, uh, obviously, you want to know what it looks like after the fact. Uh, so when you've reached temperature, then they obviously eject out a little bit. Kind of like a pop-up timer you find in a turkey breast, but perhaps a little bit more accurate. Yeah. And I did uh, try these out on steaks, but the pictures got corrupted on my SD card. So, unfortunately, I wasn't able to uh, to post that in my review. Um, so I had the, the chicken, chicken on there and the hamburgers. Um, how like much? How much are we it. looking at here for grill poppers? I mean, you're looking at 19.95 a pack, which includes shipping. Um, to me, you know, it's a little pricey. I mean, they're stainless steel. Um, you know, I know he's going to be adding the option. Um, the owner is going to be adding the option of uh, mixing and matching them, which would be good because I mean, if you think about it, you know, like I said, you got medium rare, medium, medium well, and well done. So you might have somebody that, you know likes stuff cooked a certain way and likes, you know, wants to get a four pack of medium or let's say somebody cooks pork chops and chicken all the time and they want to get a a four pack of well done. Then that's something that, um, you know, he's working on right now uh, to make that available to people. But it's definitely good for somebody that's a backyard griller that might not have the technique down of, you know, cooking steaks and knowing, you know, what to look for. And I mean, it's just a foolproof way. I mean, it just pops out when they're done and you take them off. Easy enough. Uh, Jay Prince yeah. joining us here on the show. Uh, barbecue sauce reviews.com is the website. Uh, anything new that we should be looking for at barbecue sauce reviews, Jay? 
Um, yeah, I got um, a, a product that I just received uh, called the Kettle Pizza that I'm going to be working on a big review. Uh, you basically just put it on your Weber kettle, and it makes it into kind of like a, a wood-fired oven. Is that guy's name El Contarino? Yeah. 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 I talked show. to George, uh, which I think is his partner. Yeah. Um, they're going to be here, um, I think it's like the beginning of March. Um, trying to think what the name of the show is. It's in Atlanta. It's like a Yeah, the Home Hearth and Patio, HPBA, yeah. yep. So they're going to be there for that. Um, it looks like a pretty cool product. I'm excited to use it. And, you know, who doesn't like pizza, especially wood-fired? I mean, I, you know, some of the pictures I've seen, it gets over seven to 800 degrees inside your Weber grill. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, pretty hot. Uh, Jay Prince joining us here on the show. Uh, Jay, you can find him, com, which is BBQ saucereviews.com. Jay, appreciate you coming on tonight. Glad we were able to get this whole video thing straight. Yeah. Now that was absolutely awesome. Can I pause awesome. one thing real quick? Yeah, go. Uh, I just want to talk about uh, Shane Draper is doing a new show called Getting Sauce with uh, Draper's Barbecue that's on Wednesdays on Barbecue Superstars. I'm going to be doing a uh, monthly product review segment. Uh, that show starts at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern, so uh, you know, keep a lookout for that. Uh, it's an amazing show. Shane's a great guy and a great friend. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that as well. All right. And uh, hopefully we can have you back on here again, Jay, as well, the really big barbecue show. Uh, but I appreciate making time out tonight. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Yeah, have you got it. Night. There he is. It's Jay. BBQSauceReviews.com. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, quickly dive over here. Two more. We're going to get into... Big Mista's house in just a second. But first, let me remind you of the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. Guys, look, uh, you're like me. You have commitments, jobs, kids, all this stuff. You don't have all this extra time for you to sit down. I mean, I wish we all did, right? I wish we all had time for you to sit down, relax, ten fires, not have to do 20 different things on the weekend when you have time, all that good stuff. But the bottom line is the majority of us don't. We're working one job or two jobs or we're shuttling kids back and forth to basketball games and the baseball is going to be stuck. Baseball is going to be starting up here very shortly. And you have jobs on top of that. So if you're like me, you like barbecue, but you want to have the freedom in order to get all this other stuff done that we have to do, you're going to want to look at some products by some great folks, longest running sponsor called the Barbecue Guru. These are makers of automatic pit temperature control devices. And they come in four different models currently. A ProCom 4 wireless unit, a CyberQ2, a DigiQ DX, and the one that is really revamping the whole barbecue pit temperature control device, the PartyQ. It's uh, completely enclosed. Well, not enclosed, but it's an all-in-one. It's one piece that you're going to stick right onto your vent of your cooker. And it's going to monitor and control the temperature of your pit, whatever you set it at. It's got an LED readout. You can control it in five-degree increments. And it runs on AA batteries. It doesn't get any easier than that. Uh, you can attach it to a Weber Smoky Mount, even a Weber Kettle Grill. If you have a big green egg, if you have a Bubba Keg like I have, it's only $10 more to get that special adapter to go on the vent at the bottom. And you're going to be able to get 35 40 hours out of a cook before you need to go ahead and change those batteries. So if you get the Onyx oven, 
and you break that down and put it in your car, you get the ultra-portable party queue. You can go ahead and be a one-man wrecking crew, not only catering events in your neighborhood, but you can also be a one-man wrecking crew on the competition circuit because the Onyx of it and the Barbecue Guru Pentameter Control Devices are literally sweeping the nation, taking grain championships all over the place. Hell, you know they're good because the people at the Barbecue Guru actually use and win with the products that they are using. So go to the website, thebbqguru.com. Call them toll-free if you want to consult, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. And you, my friends, will get involved with the best company out there, the Barbecue Guru. We'll come right back with Big Mistus Season 3 audition tape. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, 20 minutes till the top of the hour, 38, 40 minutes past. Thanks again to Jay Prince for joining me, BBQSauceReviews.com. The Orion cooker, which looks uh, pretty unique. I'm seeing that uh, burning on my driveway. The Roman pork puller, which I'm still a little skittish about, i got to be honest. Uh, I don't know if I want corded drills and big blades in my kitchen or outside or anything. Could be just me. I'm kind of creepy like that. And then grill poppers, which I think is kind of a unique... Thing, uh, 20 bucks, uh, that could be a quality price ratio thing with me. Uh, but if they're reusable, then, you know, that's all right. I mean, how many how many would you need? How many come in a pack? I forgot to ask Jay that. How many uh, barbecue uh, grill poppers come for each individual temperature? Is it one medium, one well done, one mid-rare? Um, but I, I imagine if you can reuse them, you know, the 20 bucks up front probably isn't going to be that bad. And I still have no idea what the hell I did to my finger. I really ganked the crap out of that one. Also, uh, we'll be able to hear from Jay next time about that pizza oven that I talked to Al Cantorino about. Low these many months ago now. Thought I was on the cutting edge. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to quickly jump over to videos. Now, gang, um, I'm uh, hoping, of course, that... This is actually going to work and that you're going to be able to get sound. I'm going to mute my microphone. There's Neil right there. Uh, This is eight minutes long, so this will take us through to the end of the segment almost, and we'll be able to review it. Uh, Please weigh in during uh, the chat roll and sit back and enjoy what I found to be one of the better auditions for season three. I have no idea what people are looking for. Uh, We'll be able to ask John Marcus that. What sets your auditions apart? All that good stuff. Uh, but this is Neil Strauder, season three barbecue. You would figure that somebody's already been on there uh, doesn't need to continually re up if they want you that they would call you back. But perhaps that is not the the way to go. Not the way to be fair to everybody. But who needs to be fair to anybody anymore? Forget about. It. All right, for your review, this is uh, Neil Strauder's barbecue pitmasters season three. 
in regards to people using it to try and be funny. It's one of the worst catchphrases that are out there, so we immediately have to abandon that. Uh, 877-448-0433. Uh, so, Neil, thanks for uh, sending me the video. I have no idea what it would be like to actually interview myself. I don't have... I'm wondering how you were able to quickly switch like that. Must be trickery and tomfoolery. The only thing that I can get nearly like that would be if I'm interviewing myself, you know, here on on this camera and then I'm turning back to this camera and then I'm turning back to this camera. Something like that. Main cam and then pop cam. Um, Greg just gave my wife his number. Oh, Patrick, that's your wife? Oops, sorry about that. She must dig the scully, because that's what uh, that's what women like, the skull cap. And no, I'm not bald. Don't listen to that Steve Farron character. He has no idea what he's talking about. So, uh, I did do some reviewing of some barbecue pitmasters videos. I thought there were some uh, some decent ones out there. Uh, there's a lot of people weighing in on their own, telling me which ones are the best. If you want to get on the show, you're going to have to do something to catch the eye of the guy making the decision. So now from all accounts, that's going to be up to John Marcus. Uh, We will get definitive answers to one and many of all of these questions come next week when hopefully, if timing turns out right, John will be or John will have made his way to the National Barbecue Convention that is going on. Is it in San Diego or somewhere on the left coast, I believe, L.A. or where is that thing, the NBBQA? I forget. John flying out on Tuesday uh, does semi-promise that he'll be able able to actually Twitter or Twitter, uh, Skype into the show, so we should be able to get video without any problem. And uh, we'll see. We'll be able to ask him a number of things. What does it take? What is tripping your trigger when it comes to people applying Do they have to have credentials? See, I think that's where the big disconnect of the whole barbecue TV thing comes into play. Simply this. There could be teams that get on there that aren't nationally recognized, that aren't consistently winning, that aren't getting the grand championships, that aren't having great placement calls weekend in and weekend out. Uh, San Diego, that's right. Um, And that could potentially set a lot of people off. And to Rod's point that he made last hour, you're getting a lot of people who you may see on the competition trail all of a sudden put a video together. That's not them. If I was going to put a video together to get on Pitmasters, and I would never do that because, quite frankly, I would be embarrassed beyond a seismic and gargantuan proportion. But I would have this banner behind me. I would have my intro music playing, and my video would go something like this. Hey, John. Pick me. That's it. That's all I would say. What else do I have to say? I mean, I don't have to sit there and cook. You got a platform for uh, hype on the show uh, for as long as I'm on there. Makes complete sense. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be publicly ridiculed by other cooks out there who I know damn well are going to be able to cook me under the table. But that's potentially what you're always setting yourself up for when you're getting barbecue on television there's going to be people out there that might be flashier that might have better personalities that might be able to talk wit and uh, uh, 
formulate words right off the top of their head a lot better. That's going to translate better onto television. And what do you need for TV? People that are going to give you good TV. They might not be the best cooks out there. So you're always running that fine line between so-and-so should have been on there because their top team in Kansas City Barbecue Society or Florida Barbecue Association or whatever the case may be versus who the hell's that guy? Why is Famous Dave on there? Why is Matt Lang on there? Who knows? It's TV. So whoever's casting is going to give you good TV or who they feel is good TV first and what perhaps you think is good TV second which is why we'll always have room to argue here on this show. All right, gang, let me tell you quickly before we wrap up the first hour about uh, Candy Weaver, Barbecuer's Delight. I have a grill of wood-fired pellet grill. Maybe you have a Fast Eddie cooker. Maybe you have a Traeger. Maybe you have a Mac grill. Maybe you have a Louisiana cooker. I don't think it's any surprise that pellet cookers are sweeping the nation. They're easy. They're efficient. They provide a nice light smoke on the meats that you're cooking, the proteins. A lot of them have great capacity, many different price ranges to choose from. But one thing that is not up for discussion here is the fuel that you should be putting in those pellet cookers, and that is Barbecuer's Delight wood pellets. Simply the best, widely considered to be the pellet source to go to for your pellet cookers. That's why Candy Weaver has been as successful as she has been providing superior products since 1994 when they got into the barbecuers to like wood pellet business for the barbecue side of things. So here's what it is. It's a mixture of wood. You get two-thirds oak. You get one-third flavor wood. And one-third flavor wood is going to consist of apple or hickory or mesquite or maple. All of the traditional barbecue woods are there and available for you. But then you can get outside the box a little bit. Maybe you like to cook steak. Maybe you like to cook burgers or hot dogs or something a little outside of the box when it comes to barbecue on your cooker. No problem, because Candy has devised and started marketing charcoal pellets. So these are like pellets that are going, not pellets, but these are, it's like a lump charcoal that's been pulverized and then pressed into pellets. Higher BTU, you're going to actually be able to use less per pound than you would with normal wood pellets. You're going to get a great flavor. It's not artificial. It's not a Kingsford blue bag, a blue black, Kingsford blue bag type of startup smell. Not at all. It's just quality charcoal in a pellet form that you can use in your pellet cookers. Also, it's got sassafras. You got savory herb, which of course I've said for weeks and weeks I love to use for meatloaf. But check it out for yourself. BBQRS Delight. That's BBQRS Delight. Dot com. Mass quantity available as well. Just get in touch with Candy and she'll hook you up with all the information, pricing, and shipping that you need. BBQRSDelight.com. The choice of the Barbecue Central Radio Show should be the choice of you, too. We'll come back and wrap this show up right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. Uh, four minutes till the top of the hour. Let's go ahead and uh, race over to the gold. Uh, race over the hotline here. We go to area code 508, name and where you're calling Hey, it's Wendy. How are you? Who is this? 
Hey, Greg, it's Wendy Parkett from Massachusetts. Uh, Wendy, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fine. Basic Patrick was getting very upset that uh, he didn't know if he should be somehow weirded out by the fact that he gave you my phone number. Well, it's not only that, he should get a better computer, I guess. I've had you the whole show. Yeah, well, uh, and you're getting the video end of it, too, or just audio? Absolutely, the video from the beginning. Oh, all right. Well, I apologize for the little snafu that we had there at the top of the second hour. Uh, but since you're calling in, I'm hoping that I can impart upon you a couple uh, packets of JP Custom Smoke Rub. Absolutely. All right, Wendy, so all you need to do is send me your shipping info, greg at com, and I will send a handful of packets out there for you guys to try, uh, hopefully, for the weekend. Thanks, Greg. Have a good night. All right, thanks for calling in tonight. That's Wendy. <laughs> It's a lady. I can do my uh, ladies' man. It's a lady. Um, well, if I may uh, make a suggestion, aside from the JP Custom Smoke Rub, uh, might I suggest uh, Cavassier and uh, for the crazies, um, the butt. Absolutely. All right, uh, let's briefly recap. Rod Gray joined us in the first hour. PelletNB.com. We talked about a number of things. Never really got into the KCBS uh, board of directors stuff. I meant to do that, but that'll be for a different day, different time. Rod looking to reclaim dominance on KCBS circuit. He's going to be taking part in the Sam's Club events, regardless of the registration snafu. We talked about competition cooking classes people out to make a cash grab we talked a little bit about season three of barbecue pitmasters coming in with the audition tapes also greased lightning samples are coming back so if you see rod at competitions check out those samples second hour we had jay prince from bbq we talked about the orion cooker saw a video on that some pictures also the roman pork puller saw videos on that as well and grill poppers. You can always go to bbqsaucereviews.com and check out those reviews in depth that Jay did. Always a fascinating read. Uh, let me remind you of two things. A, control the rusty grill grate population. If you use raw cast iron, make sure that you season them after each and every cook as they're cooling down. Hit it with some pan, rub it a little Crisco, let it bake in as it cools back down to give you years of rust-free service. Also, September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next week, and the show is already packed out, so uh, be very excited for next Tuesday already. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.